Hello, friends. Welcome to Level Up with Debbie Neal. I am your host. There is nowhere I would rather be than right here, right now with you. This podcast is all about leveling up in all aspects of our lives. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Together, we are leveling up. You ready? This podcast is sponsored by RSE Management Consulting, Inc. Richard has been my accountant for five years and our relationship has grown into an incredible friendship. He now serves over 60 members in my business. The firm specializes in corporate tax, financial bookkeeping, and management advisory services for small and medium-sized businesses. His expertise is helping his clients manage the intricacies of tax law and teaching small and medium-sized businesses how to navigate the tough landscape of tax. If you want to hear more, you can go and listen to episode 203. I interviewed Richard on my podcast. The value that he has given to me over the last five years to me is truly priceless. He will work with you to create an action plan in order to organize your business finances, which in turn affects your personally. He will work with you to create an action plan in order to organize your business finances, which in turn affects you personally in so many amazing ways that you didn't even know. You can email him at reidelberg, R-E-I-T-E-L-B-E-R-G at R-S-E-M-G-T-C-O-N dot com, or you can call him directly at his office, area code 631-623-2400. You can also visit R-S-E-M-G-T-C-O-N dot com to contact and learn more, and we will upload all this information to the show notes Hello, my Level Up family. So I am so happy to be here. And we're going to talk about something that some people could look at and be like, you know what? This is not really like personal growth. This is not really about leveling up, but it is. We're going to talk about decluttering. We're going to talk about decluttering your life to level up because clutter is physical things, but it isn't just physical things, right? It's thoughts that don't serve you. It's toxic relationships. It's anything that doesn't support you. So I want you to really think about what clutter does in your life. And so often we may think everyday clutter, like, you know, you just see like clutter around you has nothing to do with our level of of success. And I'm here to tell you, yes, it does. Like it absolutely does. How we do anything is how we do everything. So clutter and unorganization, it does, it holds us back. It's like, I want you to visualize like leveling up your life and now you're pedaling in the mud because you have so much junk. It takes letting go, getting rid of, clearing space. When we declutter, We have the room to like spread our wings and fly. And we've spoken many times about making our bed. Like uh, many podcasts I've talked about this because it seems really little, but it's huge. And if you haven't gone back, I don't know if we talked about it on like habits ones or whatever, but it's like 
just to get on a side note here, it's not just making your bed. Like you can make your bed, but then there's people that make their bed. Like it's, it looks like you're checking into a five-star resort versus just throwing all your stuff right on your bed. So clutter is items that are disorganized. Like really say that clutter is is items that are disorganized. It is items that people accumulate that are no longer needed but they're kept anyway. And here's something that's pretty powerful. Like I want you to just pause on this for a moment. Clutter represents indecisions, right? Like when I like thought about that, I'm like, what do I need to get rid of in my life? Like, what do I need to get rid of? So today we're going to be talking about 10 things that we are going to declutter because it is time to make room. Your next level of you is waiting for you. But I want you to visualize this. We need to release to grow. We need to eliminate to gain. So number one, your closet, your closet. I want you to take a look at your closet. Like when you open up your closet and you look at it, how do you feel? Like, are you feeling light or are you feeling overwhelmed? Is it neat? Is it tidy? Is it cluttered? Is it organized? Does it have clothes and like just stuffed? Has it become like a, a, a breeding ground of like, I don't know where to put this. So I'm going to shove it in my closet. Get rid of things. Because here's like my motto that I like to live by. If I don't love it, it goes. And that's one thing. If I don't love it, I don't buy it. You ever put something on like, I'm not really sure. Like if you're not sure at the time of purchase, you're, you're only going to like it less and less and less as time goes on, okay? If I haven't worn it in the last year, it goes. And in order for me, I set this rule into effect to put anything new in my closet, something must be given away. I buy a new shirt, I've got to give a new shirt away. I buy a new shoes, I have to give it minimum one pair of shoes away. We must release the old to bring in the new because when we keep bringing in the new and keeping the old, it's crowded, it's cluttered, you can't see things, things get lost. If we keep adding, new, it just gets lost. It won't stand out. You won't find it. It will be cluttered. We enter our closet daily, like every day you open your closet. So we're going to see these things often. So I want you to visualize your perfect closet, right? There's space. You can actually see what you own. Everything in there brings you joy. It feels light. It feels fresh. It feels stress-free. Our closet represents us. All of the things that seem unrelated to success, they're all connected. You may think getting rid of things is, oh my gosh, like it's wasting money. Or you might think like I paid really good money for that. I've got to keep it. The money was spent and or wasted when you bought the item. It's not wasted when you let it go, especially if you're giving it to someone, right? Something that you're not wearing anymore could be somebody's new. Let it live on in its next phase of life. Number two, your kitchen table. Okay, so here's the thing. I've got four kids and I have a really, really active household. And for some reason, the kitchen table seems to be a place to put things as people enter. Like, I don't know why they're coming in the back door, they're coming in the garage door, and whether it's a backpack, I mean, I've even had shoes, whether it's keys, whether it's a wallet, whether it's their golf stuff, I don't even get it. So I'm either on them, like behind them, or it's left unattended and I remove it. But the stuff stresses me out. And this is really a balance for me because my house is really lived in. I love that. It's always used. There's always people in it. We gather, like we always have a full house. 
And three of my children, three of my, three of my four children have significant others. So they're over all the time, right? So as the people grow, so does the stuff. But I'm still obsessed about keeping my kitchen table empty. It calms me. Like clutter clutters my mind. And there's a good common ground between being so neat and tidy that your house isn't lived in and really staying on top of it. So my minimum goal is to end the day with my house and my kitchen brought back to ground zero. I want to walk down in the morning to calm and clean. That's how I like to start my day. So again, if we're not cleaning off that kitchen table, or all of a sudden you look at your table and you're like, what, like what's going on here? Okay. Number three, your drawers. Friends, like I'm guilty of this. And I, as I made this list, I realized Debbie Neal, you, you best do your kitchen drawers again. Like I do them and then I, and I do them pretty often, but what happens and I'm not making excuses. There are things that you don't quite know. Like if you need them, you're not quite sure if it has a home or like you're having people over. And if you're anything like me, sometimes I just put my hand on like, and I swoop it all into a drawer. So I'm totally guilty of that. However, that is temporary. I love when my drawers are organized. I love, I, I love to throw things out. Like today, for example, I, I went through one of my like travel bags that I haven't used a little bit. It, it was like awesome. So the few things that were in there, I got rid of, but it was like empty. It was clean. I love cleansiness. This is the feeling you have when you open your drawers. That evokes a level of emotion, that feeling that we carry into all that we do and we continue to cram things in and avoid the task of uncluttering. And it does show up in other things that we're doing. Okay. Number four, your car. So- what does your car look like? So I grew up and my dad was really car obsessed. So he, I mean, to this day, the man is 81 years old. He's retired. He's the president of the Jaguar and, and Mercedes and stuff. So we always had nice cars and he kept them spotless. So I feel like I was extra blessed because I kind of carried that into my adult life. But when I exit my car, I take any garbage. So like if I stopped for a Starbucks or somebody had a piece of gum and there's a wrapper, I never leave anything. I love getting into a clean car. It's a feeling of clarity, like that clean, light, no stuff. And to me, honestly, it represents class. I feel much classier with a clean car because my car represents me. And you can tell a lot about someone's standards when you get into their car. Are they okay with a mess? Are they okay with filth? Are they okay with other people getting in their car, seeing wrappers, empty water bottles? Do they have to throw their junk from the front seat to the back seat for you to enter? And I'm not here to judge. I'm here to declutter together. It's all connected to standards. It's all connected to our level of excellence, a clean car. It absolutely makes a difference. Number five, digital. How many unread emails do you have? Now we see that all the time. Like it says like in a meme, are you this? There's a picture of an envelope with like 4,875 emails. And then there's a picture of an envelope with no number on it. I'm definitely that person that needs to see a zero by my emails. I need to go in and boop, 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 delete. I read, I respond. I'm not on it constantly because most people don't contact me through my email, but I do get a lot of junk, just like a lot of you guys. And when I do get the junk, I unsubscribe right away to the things that no longer pertain to my life. But then my favorite stores and I like my coupons or I like to know to be in the know when there's sales. 
but it doesn't pertain to me that day. Delete, 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 delete. So how many junk emails in your life on your device are not deleted? Is your voicemail full? Now I could tell you, this is a pet peeve of mine. When people call you, can they leave you a message? And so I understand that we're kind of in a texting world today more so, and that if people maybe get your voicemail and it's full, maybe they're going to leave you a text message. But when they get your voicemail and it's full and they can't leave you a voice message, it's not organized. It isn't professional. And I want you to think of the most successful person you know. Call them. And I can almost guarantee their voicemail isn't full. So it just represents laziness. And now you may hearing this and you want to slap me, but I'm here for it. I love you enough to tell you the truth. And now you may say, you know what? I've got friends. I'm not the only one. Their voicemails are full too. Okay. I've said it before and I will say it again. You are the sum of the five people you hang around with the most. If five people around you have full voicemails, they don't delete it and people can't leave messages. I guess you're just going to be the sixth. You decide. Number six, your finances. This is so important, and I was not always as organized as I am now. So this is coming from a place of experience. So people could say, well, how could my finances be cluttered? Like not knowing what's coming in, not know what's going out, not saving first, not if you're an an entrepreneur like me, not organizing for taxes. So I'm in a business that I pay my own taxes. And I went for years paying quarterly. And then like when that bill was due, feeling overwhelmed, and even though I'm very blessed with my income. It's like, oh my gosh, this is what I owe the government. I wasn't planning for it. And and I would always get figured out, but I didn't want to be in a position that was always being figured out because again, that was clutter in my life that I now had to spend that month thinking of how to figure it out instead of how to expand and be growing my business. So many of you have heard my podcast with my accountant. So I did do a, a podcast where I interviewed my accountant, Richard Eidelberg, And I know that many of you use him now, and I've gotten tons of messages how it has changed your life, and I know that I appreciate that so much, and I also pass it on to him. I also have my financial planner, Greg Carroll, and he's the best, life-changing, so feel free to ask me for his info. But so often we think that we need lots of money to have a financial planner, and it's totally the opposite. You need a financial planner if you expect to earn and succeed. So you do it, and then you create. So if you want to know more, um, go back to that podcast, and you'll find Richard's information and show notes. And so I'm so organized now. I feel amazing I know every single thing that's coming in. I know what's going out. I pay my taxes every single month. My bills are paid as they come in. So when we worry, when we don't know, when we don't have a plan, we feel overwhelmed. Like when people say, I'm just going to figure it out, that's unorganized. That means you're putting other things on your life on hold so you could figure this out. It's the result, just like we said at the beginning of of not making a decision, living in a state of indecision, because then you now you have to spend that time. I'll figure it out. Great. You're juggling. You're not jiving. You're not expanding. When we avoid, we feel the mountain is too big. Me personally, I put a certain amount of money aside each month and that's what I'm spending. And that's it. Regardless of what I earn, that's it. So what it does is it keeps me aware 
It keeps me living below my means. It keeps me from getting more stuff that I don't need. So declutter the stress of your finances and get clear. Get organized with your write-offs. Get responsible with your spending. It's really life-changing and it's really freeing. Are you a driven entrepreneur eager to take your business to the next level? If the answer is yes, keep listening. My friends over at 90 Day Habits just launched a brand new journal specifically for you and mine. It's the ultimate tool to unlock your potential, achieve your goals, and thrive in business. Picture this, a journal designed specifically for you, combining science-backed habits, weekly meal prep, budget planning, and personal development. With the 90 Day Habits Journal, you'll stay organized, cultivate positive habits, boost productivity, and stay focused every step of the way. I use this for my business and I love it. Leaders make quick decisions and then they make the right decision. Make the decision to commit to your business today with the 90 Day Habits Journal available at 90dayhabits.co and use code LEVELUP15 for 15% off your order. Number seven, your office. And so when I was making notes for this podcast, I was sitting in my office. I'm always looking around. I see my dream board. I see pictures of people that I love. I see light walls. I see no, like no clutter anywhere. I have like a four prong claw desk. There's like three skinny little drawers. There's not even the the drawer space to accumulate stuff. So I feel really clear to create. I feel light to evolve. So get rid of the papers you don't need. Tidy up. You know, I don't know if your office is dark colors, but to me, I used to have dark colors when I first um, moved into my home and I had a decorator do my office, it was very bold colors that way. And it was like a mustard yellow. It was like a maroon. I had window treatments that way. And at the time, she said that those colors, like they were like rich. They were like powerful. So of course I listened. But then as time went on, I'm like, I need light. I need really, really light, right? So remove the stuff, focus on light colors. Your office is where you think. This is where you work. This is where you're bringing your dreams to life. So remove what is not serving you. I see the word love in front of my face when I'm sitting in my office. I see my goals. I see my vision. I have a beautiful view of my backyard. I feel at peace there. Zero clutter. When there is clutter, it changes the energy. When we feel stifled, we feel stuck. So dark colors and the things that are stacked up, like in corners, unorganized, they represent old and unsolved things. Number eight, your bedroom. This is your oasis. Unload, get rid of clutter. You want peace and airy. You start your day there. You end your day there. Is it clean? Is there any piles around you that you need to get rid of? Are there clothes that you tried on and didn't wear and they're still sitting there? Now, look, I'm famous for this, putting on clothes, throwing them down, but I can guarantee you in a very short amount of time, like momentarily, they're going to be put away. Are your dirty clothes in the hamper? Are they on the floor? Does your nightstand need to be cleaned out? Does your nightstand itself just have stuff on it? Is your bathroom clean and organized? Are there products in your bathroom that you no longer used and you haven't used in a long time? Get rid of them. My friends, you will feel amazing. Ask anyone who has moved lately, like moving is the greatest way to declutter, right? It's the perfect time to purge. What are you holding on to? Number nine, 
your pocketbook, your purse, your wallet. This is huge. Empty out the clutter. We block off abundance when our wallet is filled with old receipts, bank statements, and things we no longer need. It's like you're filling it up with that stuff. So I believe in the law of attraction. Like you're you're actually saying to the universe, there's no room for money in my life. There's no room for abundance in my life because I got so much clutter in here. When it's cluttered and filled with things besides money, there just simply isn't room for money. You're blocking off the abundance. At the end of the day, Empty out your bag, empty out your wallet, get rid of what you've accumulated throughout the day. Receipts, right? In your bag, fizz packets, right? And if you know, you know, like anything that's empty that you've used, get your bag back to ground zero, clean, organized, clutter-free. When we are, we are releasing so we can make room for new, we're expanding. So number 10, your mind. And there's so many more, like I was actually going to talk about more things, which is actually going to flow into another podcast, but I really need to talk about the stuff like the room and the bag and the table, because all of those things absolutely carry over to our professional life. So number 10, your mind. Friends, your thoughts, what thoughts are you holding on to that you need to get rid of? What limiting beliefs are you allowing to live in your head rent-free? It's time to release them. It's time to set them free. When we remove the old, we make room for the new. Abundance and lack cannot live in the same space. Faith and fear don't belong together. Success and small thinking cannot be roommates. Get all of your thoughts that don't serve you, write them down on a piece of paper because they are clutter, look at them and send them off burn them, rip them, release them. When we release the old, we make room for the new, new and abundant thoughts, clarity, focus, love, abundance, goals. Here is where it all connects. When we are avoiding making space, when we avoid removing clutter, chances are we're also avoiding the tasks that we need to do. We aren't moving forward. We feel overwhelmed. We feel stuck. Clutter isn't just the stuff we need to get rid of. Clutter is anything that gets between you and the life you want to be living. Start removing things. Start to eliminate. Start to make space. When we release the old, we can make room for the new. It's time for the next chapter. You cannot begin the new until you eliminate the old. And I'll do this with you. There's always stuff to get rid of. I always feel amazing as I release. The first step to having the life you want is to get rid of every single thing that you don't want. We may see the outside clutter as clutter, but the reality is it's representing the inside clutter in our minds, in our hearts. Get rid of the clutter and you may find the door that you are looking for. Release, releasing brings new. When you let go, you make space to receive. And remember this, and it's pretty powerful. You will never get organized if you don't have a vision for the life you want to live. And you know me, every single thing comes back to vision. And seeing that we are on the topic of decluttering, next week, we're going to talk about ways to declutter your mind because I really want to expand on this. Okay. So this is what I want to like leave you guys with. If you are loving this podcast 
And I am so happy that you're here. Please like and share. And I would love for you to actually subscribe. If you haven't yet, you can go on Apple and subscribe. And every five-star rating you give the podcast and every review that you take the time out of your life to write means the world to me. And remember, if you aren't in our texting community yet, I would love for you to join us. To, su- to subscribe, text the word text to 631-894-9571. I love you, friends. 